What's up, everybody? Welcome back to In My Non-Expert Opinion. I'm your host, Chelsea Rife, and you are tuning in to a special bonus series of the self-love challenge that I ran over on my Instagram, at Chelsea Rife. And today I combined day four and five in my IGTV. And again, this is part of a self-love challenge. So if you want to catch up, just go back a few episodes and start with the first one, because that really sets the tone for the whole challenge. Now, I don't want to get into too much of today because you'll hear all about it in the live, but it's all about finding gold coins of gratitude and adorning your temple. So again, listen to the whole entire podcast to be able to hear ideas, prompts, personal stories, and ways to activate these different exercises. Now, I'm also sharing a little bit about my new program coming out at the end of January on January 25th, Self-Care Queen. This is an extension of self-love challenge because we are getting into it deeply. So if you're like, wow, I love the self-love challenge. I want to go deeper. Self-Care Queen is where you should go next. So Self-Care Queen is a five-day experience. It's going to be January 25th through the 29th. There are going to be calls every single day. Days one through five are all different. And it is going to be next level. If you want to know what day one through three was about, go through the past three podcasts to listen to more of that. Or again, go to my Instagram TV. And I'm going to tell you about day four right now. So day four of the self-care queen program is going to be all about embodiment practices and movement. And this is going to be co-hosted with one of my favorite people, Jenna Miller. I actually just wrapped up a podcast with her and I'm sharing it later next week. She's going to be telling us all about movement and really using your feminine energy to activate that queen within. I worked with Jenna for, I want to say six months, and she completely transformed my relationship with myself, with my sensuality, how I take care of myself, which then helped me take care of my relationship, my intimacy, just so many aspects of my life that I didn't realize until I started working with Jenna. So Jenna is going to be the special guest on day four of Self-Care Queen, and you guys will absolutely love her. And if you want to know more about her, again, stay tuned for next week where I share more in that podcast episode. Now, if you're finding value out of these episodes, I would absolutely appreciate a review. You can just go to iTunes, scroll down to the review section, hit write a review, and then leave a review for this podcast. It really helps visibility and sharing the message with more people. And honestly, I love words of affirmation. So it's something that I really and greatly appreciate myself really and greatly. Not sure if that's a sentence structure, but I greatly appreciate it. So yes, leave a review, rate and subscribe. And you can always get in touch with me at Chelsea Rife. You can go to inmynonexpertopinion.com or write into the podcast, hello at inmynonexpertopinion.com. All right, let's jump into day four and five of the self-love challenge. Hello, everybody. We are back with the self-love challenge. I'm combining day four and five today. Yesterday was New Year's Eve and I took the day to journal, rest, chill out, And honestly, I was just too tired to even do anything and especially go live. So we're back here. Day four and five is combined and there is so much to cover today. So let's just dive right in. Let me know if you like my hat. I feel like I look like I'm in the outback in Australia. I was going to go to the beach. So I had this on and now I'm like, hmm, I don't know how I feel about it. So anyways, let's combine day four and five. So day four is all about gratitude. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude is one of the biggest things you can do for your own self-love because it immediately shifts your energy because you're giving thanks to things that are already present in your life. And when you can do that, you become extremely abundant 
simply by shifting your perspective. So a lot of people think abundance is, oh, when I hit six figures, then I'll be abundant. If I get that job title, then I'll be abundant. Once I get married and have a house and kids, then I'll be abundant. So we just wait for these milestones over and over and over again. And then we're, we never feel abundant because we are never grateful. So I want to give you guys really specific examples throughout this whole live. I see we have some people joining. Hello. But one of my biggest examples of this was back in 2016. I was making a lot of money at my corporate job. Okay. I was making over six figures but I wasn't grateful at all. I lived alone, I lived by the lake, I was traveling, and I was not grateful. And because of that, I always felt miserable. Like, I would, could not get it. I was like, I have the job, I have the title, I have the beautiful apartment, like, you know, I'm traveling, I can go get a facial, like, isn't this what it means to make it? Yes, Maddie says, amen, preach. If you're, you are not anchored in gratitude, you are never going to appreciate anything in your life. So even though I was making six figures, living my best life on paper, I was miserable. I remember one day just crying on the sidewalk, calling my mom. I was like, I don't know what's wrong with me. Like, I am so, so miserable. And that was the year I actually ended up going to therapy and starting my therapy practice, which was amazing, by the way. I went to cognitive behavioral therapy. But that was really when I understood I am not grateful. And once I shifted to gratitude, my world completely changed. So throughout this whole challenge, I would honestly say that gratitude is one of the biggest ones that that is my favorite. So the way you do a gratitude practice, and I don't want to say the way you do because there's a lot of ways to do this. But really what I like to do is start small. So if you're someone that is like, I don't really understand how to start or where to start, start with like one thing you're grateful for, then move to three things, then move to five things. And you can do this on a notes app. You can write it down. I actually found some people find it really helpful to like speak it out loud and do it with their family or a partner. So they'll be like, you know what, let's go to bed and say like three things we're grateful for before we actually fall asleep. And I really love that idea. So really with a gratitude practice, it's totally making it yours. You can write it down, speak it out loud, whatever you want to do, right? So first and foremost, make it yours, start small and then scale up. So just think of anything you're thankful for. I think a lot of people think it has to be these massive things like a car and a house and a ring and a baby. No, 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 no. It could be like, I'm grateful for my cute necklace today. I'm grateful that this hat was in my closet so I can cover my face when I go to the beach today. I'm grateful that my hair air dried like this. I'm grateful for the fact that I woke up today, right? If you woke up, that should be number one on your list. Like you are grateful for breathing today. So you can pick anything you want. Now, something I find really helpful is breaking things down into micro moments. So oftentimes I find people start a gratitude practice and then they get almost burnt out where they're like, I'm writing the same things every single time, like my house, my job, my family, my boyfriend, whatever. So what I do is take those big moments and break them down into little micro moments. So for example, if you're grateful for your home, what is about is what is in your house that you can be grateful for. Like break it down into the rooms. So in my bedroom, I'm grateful for my comfy pillow. I'm grateful that the temperature is always right so I can go to sleep at night. I'm grateful for the candle by my bed. I'm grateful for the smell. I'm grateful for the feelings in my house. I'm grateful for the pool in my backyard, right? Like you start breaking it down. And you can even get more uh, specific into the feelings. So gratitude is not just about tangibles. Gratitude is also the feeling. Like I'm grateful for how I feel for XYZ, 
or I'm grateful how this looks, or I'm grateful how this nostalgia comes up, whatever is available to you, right? So I don't want you to think, oh, well, I have nothing around me, so I have nothing to be grateful for. Tap into your five senses. Like, what do you see, smell, hear, taste, touch, whatever, right? That's a really easy way to shift into gratitude. Now, another way I like to practice gratitude is if I'm feeling like a little uninspired or that I've already done this micro moments thing, then shifting into a prompt that I really like that is pretending that you're in a non-ideal scenario. So one of them that I like to do is pretend that I'm just like locked in my room, almost grounded like a kid. And the only way I can get out is if I make a gratitude list all of a sudden my mind shifts and I'm like, I'm grateful for this paper. I'm grateful for this notebook. I'm grateful for my education. I'm grateful I can write. I'm grateful for X, Y, Z. Like your mind literally shifts to be like, oh, whoa, if that's the reward, then let's get to work. And you start filling out your page. So you could also pretend you're like in a really boring office. And the only way you can get out is if you write your gratitude list. So just think of like fun little prompts to inspire you or go get inspired, right? Like think about what inspires you. Mine is always the beach or walk Walking outside in the sunshine that always inspires me so immediately I'm like oh my gosh I have 10 things to be grateful for simply because I left the house so really get into your health your home your partnerships your relationships your money whatever you want to and then just really try to break it down and again I don't want you to think that there's a right or wrong wrong way this could be like I'm grateful for the whiteboard on my wall to write my ideas down right like that seems so silly but I am grateful so use these prompts, try to break it down into micro moments and really shift your energy by feeling the feeling, like letting it sink in. There's no point in doing a gratitude practice if you're going to be like, oh, blah, blah, blah. Like, I I'm grateful for this and this. Hi, I see we have Kate and Kaki just joined. Like if you are not feeling the feelings of gratitude, then it's really hard to shift your energy. So here's an example I want to share with you all. When I was traveling abroad in Australia, Right when COVID hit, I was in this hostel. My plan was to only be at that hostel for like a week while I figured things out and then to go find a job. Well, COVID hit, so literally everything shut down. So I had nowhere to go and I had to stay in this hostel and I was not really loving the hostel. It was like a party hostel. Everybody was really young. Everyone was just like, I don't know. It just felt very different from the mindset I was in where I had just lived in an apartment in Bondi Beach and I had all these jobs. Like it was just totally different energy. And I was really grumpy at first. I was like, I don't like this hostel. I don't like being here. This sucks. I wish I was home. Like, you know, all the wrong things. I was just being so negative about it. And then I thought, well, if you're stuck here, you need to change your mindset about it because you don't really have anywhere to go. So what I did is I pretended that I was like in a castle and then it just shifted my whole energy. I was like, holy shit, you're actually lucky you get to stay in a hostel and you're not just like having to stay on the streets or ask a random friend or couch surf or something that you actually have a place to stay. And this hostel has a pool, they have music, they have a bar. And all of a sudden it changed everything. I was grateful for the pool, the hammock, that they had activities during the day, that they had food every night. And all of a sudden my whole experience at that hostel changed and it was from gratitude. So really take into account how much gratitude can shift your perspective. And I really want to make this clear, make it work for you. Do it in the day, do it at night, do it once a week, write five things you're grateful for, 25, I don't care. It's just to get in the practice of making it a practice, right? Like a daily practice. So that's what day four is about. 
And one of, one of the last things I want to say about gratitude is if you want to gamify it, like make it a game or a challenge, it becomes really fun. So if you've been watching my lives this week, I've talked about how our brains as humans, we love rewards. Like we love them. We love words of affirmation. We love praise. We love acknowledgement. We love titles and income, right? Like we love these things. So if you want to gamify gratitude, I like to pretend that I'm catching gold coins every time that I find something to be grateful for. So just like Mario Kart, just like in any video game, when you get a gold coin and you level up and your performance boosts, that's how I think of gratitude. I'm like, if I can find 20 things to be grateful for today, I'm going to like boost up and I literally visualize myself on like a little Mario Kart, like zoom, like going through life. So it just makes it more fun, right? It doesn't have to be this serious practice. I think when you hear the word practice, we're like, oh, it's so boring and slow and it doesn't have to be that way. I see we have Michelle join. Hi there. I see a lot of you are joining now. So say hi if you're joining us. We're talking about gratitude and how we can make it more fun with challenges. So if you want to even make it a challenge, like every day I'm going to write five things I'm grateful for, then it's now something your brain wants to complete because when our brain sees progress and completes tasks, we get that feeling of a reward. So then we're motivated to keep doing it. So that's what day four is all about, gratitude. Now let's talk about day five, which I'm going to be posting about in my feed later today, which is adorning your temple. Now this is like kind of a fancy way to just say, let your inner goddess come out and shine. So the way I like to think of this is starting from the inside out. It's really hard to feel good on the outside if you feel like shit on the inside. We all know this, but it's worth repeating, right? If we feel like trash on the inside, we don't really feel motivated to look good on the outside. So what I like to do is start first with the inner work, like what we've talked about all week, all the prompts that I've shared on my feed, start there, then move to like nutrition and nourishment. It's really hard again to feel gorgeous and beautiful and glowing when you're eating trash for breakfast, lunch and dinner, not moving, sleeping in, like you just feel bad, right? So I like to think of it as like a plant. If you get a plant, you immediately put it in the water, you put it in sunshine, you speak kindly to it, like your body is a plant. So just think of it that way. Like if I nourish it, water it, speak kindly to it, like I will see a change and I will glow. And really just think about what you can find in nature, just nourishing yourself with nature, whether that's going outside, eating more fruits and vegetables. And I don't mean go vegan, right? I'm not vegan at all. I love steak. I just had it like two days ago. I just mean eat more natural things. So like every morning I have some fruit. Every night I try to have some vegetables. I drink a shit ton of water and I can just tell it makes me feel better. So just start small. Maybe add one banana to your breakfast. Maybe add a vegetable to your dinner and then start walking outside for 10 minutes, right? The whole goal of all this stuff is to just start small and then scale up from there. The second tip I have around this is activating that inner energy that's like your queen energy or your king energy if you're a guy. But you know when you think about a queen or someone that represents that like queen energy, like let's use, um, let's use a celebrity as an example, like Rihanna. A lot of people universally love Rihanna. They're like, oh my God, she's a queen. She's a total bad bitch. She does whatever she wants because she is so activated and sure of herself. Like she has her tattoos, her rings, her jewelry, her lingerie line, her makeup line. Like she is doing some really big shit out in the world. And she has that queen energy because she is so, again, like activated from within. So I want you to think about when you're activated from within, what would you act like? Like, how would you speak? Who's your inner circle? What energy do you want to bring to the table? What do your hugs feel like? Who do you hang out with? 
What language do you use? Think about all these things because it's what these little things are. All these little day-to-day tiny things that you think don't matter are truly what builds up and makes up your personality and your life. Again, as uh, someone that has been through this before, I used to think when I hit a certain income, then I'll change who I am. If I move abroad, I'll suddenly change who I am. If I do X, Y, Z, if I start dating this person and become married, all of a sudden I'll change. That's not true. Like you have to make a very conscious effort to make these small, minuscule, tiny, they almost seem like not even worth it things matter to you every single day. And that's what makes up the quality of your life. So with, let's go back to the Rihanna example. To me, she seems like a really cool girl, chill, down to earth, like fun, has her very personal style. And that's someone that I'm like, wow, she's an expander. If you don't know what that is, you can go back a few days and watch about what expanders are. But she's an expander. Like she is just someone I would want to hang out with. So when you think about yourself, like what are you bringing to the table in terms of your quality of conversations, your relationships? what you talk about, right? Like if you're gossiping all the time, that's draining. Like if you're talking shit about people all the time, no one wants to hang out with someone that's talking shit about people all the time. It's just draining. So really take inventory of like what quality of topics you're talking about, right? Like I keep going back to that word quality because it's so important, but like what energy do you bring? Are you always like talking negatively about yourself in front of people? Are you always complaining? Are you always talking about how broke you are? Like that's just draining energy and that's not like a queen. A queen wouldn't talk like that, right? Like really think of a queen in a castle. She would not act like that. So I just think about what do I want to embody and then take a step from there and try to activate it. The last thing around adorning the temple is expressing yourself and your personality and your mood through your style, right? Because it's so different when we show up in our style because it's like an expression of our soul. I see some people are joining us, Bianca, Catherine, hello. But I really want you to think about when you look good on the outside and you feel good on the inside, you feel unstoppable, right? Like, I know that's true for me. When I feel like, wow, I have done the inner work, I am feeling the real power of gratitude, and now I'm dressing up and I'm showing up differently, I feel it. I feel it, the shift in myself. Like, I feel more magnetic. If I try to do the opposite, let's say I just try to, like, look hot on the outside and I do my hair and my makeup and I wear a cute little outfit, but I feel like total shit on the inside, it doesn't feel good. It does not feel good at all at all and then there's times where i am doing the inner work but i'm not expressing it through my style or my expression or how i act or speak and so it just feels out of integrity so a lot of people call it aligned like it just feels out of alignment and think about it like you you're not embodying the person you want to be so of course you feel different and i want to use myself as an example again if you go back to my lives from probably maybe two or three months ago They're really infrequent. I wasn't doing them a lot. I was showing up in like a hoodie and glasses. I was even showing up to some client calls like this. And I truly apologize to those clients where I was like rolling out of bed, putting on my blue block glasses and a hoodie and like showing up to the calls. And my energy was different. I could tell like I didn't. It's almost as if I like if I wasn't showing up for myself, how could I show up for my clients? And so I could just tell that me not expressing myself and getting ready for the day and actually taking care of my mind, body, and soul was not serving my clients. And then because of that, I didn't find the motivation to really get online. I wasn't like 
doing my podcast as much. I wasn't showing up as much online because I was in my sweatpants every day. I was wearing the same sweater every day. I'm not kidding. If you go back to my lives, you can see I'm wearing the same exact sweater like three different times. I wore that sweater every day. I wasn't doing my hair. I thought it was like too much. I mean, I do have a lot of hair, you can see. So it is kind of a lot to do. Um, but I just wasn't really taking the time to get ready for my day. And it was showing up everywhere in my life. Like I feel like my finances were different. My client relationships were different. My income was different because I wasn't aligning the inner and outer part of myself. I wasn't expressing myself. Now, something that Fallon Satterfield said, which I love her. I just took a, a little workshop with her is like, that's not bad bitch behavior. And I love that. Like bad bitchy behavior is not like sitting around all day in four month old sweatpants and you haven't washed your hair in two weeks and you're eating pizza for breakfast and you're not nourishing your body. You're drinking 10 cups of coffee a day. Like that's not what a queen would do. That's not what a bad bitch would do. And that was so true to me that I was like, you're right. Like I know it doesn't feel good. And I'm not saying do this every day, right? Like we all have our days where we want to wear sweatpants and watch Netflix all day totally fine like go do that and chill but if that's how your life is made up every single day you're doing that I don't see how it would be possible to feel like you're living a life of like fulfillment and abundance when you are not feeling like the inner work that you've done is shining through now there's so many ways to do this obviously outside of just like dressing up I don't just mean like look cute with your clothes it can be everything like how do you stand up, right? Like, are you are you slouched over all the time? When you go on Zoom, are you hiding your Zoom camera? Are you, like, putting your lights off so no one sees you? Are you speaking up if someone asks you a question? Or are you starting the conversation? Are you wearing things you want to wear? Do you want a tattoo and you want to go get the tattoo? Then go get the tattoo. If you want to get 20 piercings, get 20 piercings, right? Like, there's so many ways to express yourself outside of just looks. So I want to make that clear. I'm not talking about just, like, fashion and dressing up like how you express yourself with your food your language your style your art your room everything everything is an expression of you and that one quote like how you do one thing is how you do everything could not be more true like you can tell when someone is very organized they just seem like they have their shit together they're like i bet you their finances are organized i bet their business is organized i bet their room is organized and it really just is an expression of like how they feel on the inside they feel like they are really healing and doing the work so then it shows up so an analogy that I like to use again is like, think if you got a bouquet of flowers, you immediately would be like, these flowers are so gorgeous. Thank you so much. You would put them in a beautiful vase. You would put them on like a, a somewhere visible that everybody could see. You would put them by the sunshine. You would walk by them every day and be like, oh, I just love those flowers. They're so beautiful. You need to treat yourself like that. Okay. You are the bouquet of flowers. Think of a diamond ring. If you got a diamond ring, you would be cleaning it, you would be showing it off, you'd be putting it in a little ring dish, you would be flexing that diamond ring on Instagram, right? Like, I know you would. I, I love this ring that I have. This is from my grandma. I love wearing it. And I take care of it because I value it, and it is something that I am so grateful for. So I just show up with it differently. You are the diamond ring, Okay, you need to show up differently. Take care of yourself. Talk kindly to yourself. Show yourself off in a way that is self-expressed. And again, I don't mean like in an arrogant, conceited way. I mean like take up the space that you were meant to take up. You were not put here by accident. I want to repeat that again. You were not put on this earth by accident. So if you are hiding behind Zoom screens and not showing up and not expressing yourself and staying quiet and hiding behind anything you can, 
you are truly doing a disservice to this planet because people want to see you. So show up in the way that you want to show up with your language, your energy, your expression, right? Your personality, the things you talk about, the way you make people feel. These are all parts of self-expression. So that's day five is adorning your temple. And I'm going to put a graphic up soon so you can see exactly how to do this. But just, again, just start small. Like maybe one day you just decide you want to wear a cute outfit on Zoom, right? We all got very comfortable with our Zoom outfits, like sweatpants and a hoodie. Totally fine. But maybe you want to change it up. Maybe you put hoop earrings in because you feel good when you put them in. I know what makes me feel good when I have my hair cur down and curly or when it's up in like a power pony. I feel good. So I'm going to start doing that more. I love these rings. They always make me feel good. So I like wearing these rings. I like getting my nails done in this dark green color. So I'm going to get them done in this dark green color, right? So just pick small little things. Pick your favorite feature about yourself. It doesn't have to be tangible, right? It could just be like you love that you are a generous person and highlight that and try to express it more because when you focus on that, then things grow, right? Like what you put your attention on will just grow. So just try to focus on the things that you already love about yourself and then it will just snowball from there. So let me know of any questions. Let me know what your biggest takeaway was. Again, we combined day four and five, gratitude and adorning the temple. I'll put the graphic up soon. And if you share this in your stories or the graphics, you'll get entered in the chance to win an energy tune-up with me. And these are 30 minutes of guided meditation, breathing exercises, music, visualization. It really is what it sounds like, an energy tune-up. So they're really fun. I even do them myself. Like this is how I tune up my own energy. And it's something my clients really love because it just is a totally different game changer when it comes to actually showing up with a different energy. So yeah, be sure to tag me and you can win in one of those. And stay tuned. I think we have two days left now. Yeah, we have Saturday and Sunday, day six and seven. And then I have a huge announcement, which I already alluded to in my other live, but it is going to be like officially launching and opening on Sunday. So stay tuned for that. All right, guys. Bye and have a beautiful start to 2021.